0: Four, three, two, one. Sean's Day, Sean's Day, Sean's Day. Oh, that's big. For some NFL football. Who's going to win each division? Who will go to the Super Bowl? It's prediction day. Let's get going. What's going on, listeners? Welcome back to another episode here on the Sean's Take Podcast. It is now today. Officially the start of the NFL season. That's right. Tonight, the Chiefs and the Lions kick off the season. And from now till February, we are blessed with NFL football. So what's the agenda on the opening day of the NFL? Well, we're going to go with division by division and predict the final division standings as well as the over under win totals on each team. And once we finish that up for both the NFC and the AFC, I'm going to tell you who I think is going to make the playoffs as well. As who will not only make the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. And then once we get through the Super Bowl winner, we're going to head to each individual player award and predict who's going to be the NFL's MVP, the Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year awards, the Rookie of the Year awards, and much more. So it's a prediction episode today. Get ready, and without any further ado, let's get into these divisional standings. And we're starting with the NFC North I'm going 4-1, to and in the last place finish for the NFC North, I have, unfortunately, my Chicago Bears, and I'm going to predict them to be under their 7.5 win total. I think the Bears are going to be better this year, but I don't think they're going to be great. I think they're a year away from making a really big leap. However, I don't think they're going to be in contention for the number one pick this year like they were last season. At number three, I've got the Green Bay Packers under their 7.5 win total. I think the Packers are going to show some promise, but I don't think it's going to result in a lot of wins. I could see them being very competitive through the first three quarters and letting leads slip away in the fourth. So going with the Packers at the third spot in the division, under seven and a half wins. Number two spot, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, they won this division last year. I think they're going to come in second in the division, but I think they will go over their eight and a half win total. This offense was good last year. I think it's going to be better this year in year two of Kevin O'Connell as their head coach. And in the number one spot in the NFC North division, of course, we've got the Detroit Lions over nine and a half wins. I think this is a 10 plus win team. I don't think they're going to win the game tonight, but I think they're going to show a lot of promise against the Kansas City Chiefs. So Chicago Bears at four, Green Bay Packers at three, Minnesota Vikings at two, and Detroit Lions at the first spot in the NFC North division. Moving on to the NFC South at the number four spot, I have the Carolina Panthers under their seven and a half win total. I think Bryce Young's going to have a good rookie year, but there's going to be growing pains with this team as a whole. I don't think their defense is going to be bad, but it's not going to be good enough to carry them to victory week in and week out. And we're going to see some weeks where this offense probably really pops off, but we're going to see some weeks as well where this offense struggles to get going. And it's going to take some time until the Panthers are a very competitive team and in contention to win this division. At the three spot, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I also have them going under their win total, which is also set at 7.5 wins. We don't know what the quarterback situation, how Baker Mayfield is going to produce, if Baker Mayfield will start every game, or if Kyle Trask will get some starts this year. We don't know what it's all going to look like. The offensive line is very troublesome, but the Bucs still have some promising pieces in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Rashad White in the offensive side of the ball, and their defense is still going to be a very good unit. However... I just don't think they're going to be good enough to get over that seven and a half win total that's been set for them. Number two spot, the Atlanta Falcons, and I have been going over eight and a half wins. I think with that win total, I'm saying the Falcons are going to be a winning football team. I have above a 500 record. I think B. John Robinson in this run game is going to take off. Desmond Ritter's received very positive report cards throughout training camp, and this defense is going to be very underrated. The reason I like the Falcons to get nine or more wins is because I think they're going to be very good at controlling the clock this year. They're going to keep games where they want them with this run game and with them taking it slower on the offensive side of the football. And then we also have to remember, if Desmond Ritter is truly the guy, that means that guys like Drake London and Kyle Pitts are going to be in for big years. Those are two very explosive players who have been capped under an offense that couldn't really throw the football in previous years. So we know the running game is going to be there. We know the offensive line is going to produce. If Desmond Ritter can drop back and sling it a bit, Kyle Pitts and Drake London are going to be in for big years, it's going to be an exciting year in Atlanta, but I don't think they can be the number one seed in the division, and that's because I have the New Orleans Saints there over their nine and a half win total that's been set for them. When we look at the Saints' schedule, it's very, very favorable. We know Derek Carr coming in is going to lead to a better offense in New Orleans than we've seen since Drew Brees retired, really, but the big thing with the Saints is their defense is legit, and they get a very favorable schedule. They're playing a couple rookie quarterbacks. They're playing... A lot of quarterbacks who wouldn't be considered top 15 quarterbacks this year, and that means the Saints defense should feast and carry the Saints to a lot of wins. So couple that great defense with an easy schedule and an improved offense, and New Orleans Saints are going to win a lot of games, and I think that nine and a half win total is way too low for the Saints this year. NFC East, the Washington Commanders are coming in at number four for me, but I do have them going over their six and a half win total. I don't think the Commanders are going to be bad, but this NFC East division all of a sudden is one of the best divisions in the NFL. So I think Eric Bieniemy is going to produce some exciting offense in Washington. We know their defense is good, but I don't think they can climb out of the four spot in the division. At number three, this may come as a surprise to some people, but I have the Dallas Cowboys and I have the Cowboys going under their nine and a half win total. I think this is going to be a letdown year for the Cowboys. The hype is at an all-time high. People are basically saying they're a lot to be in the NFC championship game, and I'm not buying that. I know the defense is great, but I don't know if this team is going to amount to a whole lot of wins. I am worried about the offense a bit, and that's why I have them at number three. Part of the reason I have them at number three is because at number two, I have the New York Giants, who I think will crush their over of seven and a half wins on the season. People wanted to look at the Cowboys, but nobody wanted to look at how the Giants got better this offseason. There wasn't a whole lot of change, but they improved some aspects of their defense. They traded for Darren Waller, who's going to be an elite weapon there, and I'm expecting Daniel Jones to take that next step after getting paid a whole lot of money this offseason. He looked really good in the offseason, in workouts, and preseason, and I think that he's going to take another step forward. We have Saquon Barkley coming back. I think Brian Dable is going to get the most out of this team and improve on last year, not take steps back. They were a playoff team that won a playoff game last year. I'm expecting the Giants to be better than that this year. And that means that they're going to finish at the number two spot in the division over the Dallas Cowboys. At number one, keeping it simple, Philadelphia Eagles, I think they'll hit the over on their win total, which is a very high 11.5 wins. The Eagles are legit. They have one of the best defenses in the league. They have one of the most dynamic offenses in the league. I don't think they're going anywhere. They're going to be a powerhouse in the NFC once again this year. So I'm not dropping them any lower than the number one spot in the division. Now we're on to the NFC West, our last NFC division. At number four, the Arizona Cardinals. This should be no surprise. I have them under their four and a half win total. We are expecting to see Kyler Murray at some point this year, but they could also opt to rest him the entire year since this is a rebuilding year. They may want to tank for that number one pick, move Kyler Murray next offseason, draft Caleb Williams and restart, but it's going to be a rough year in Arizona. I don't think they're going to win more than four games this season. At number three, the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to put them under their six and a half win total. I wanted to go over with this, but... I just don't think the Rams have the depth. There's injury concerns. Cooper Cup may already miss extended time with the hamstring. The Rams are good enough to outscheme you and get wins, but seven wins for a subpar roster is too much to ask for me. Number two, the Seattle Seahawks. I have them going over their eight and a half win total. The Seahawks team was good last year, and I think they got a lot better this offseason. I think Geno Smith is going to deliver once again. And I think the Seahawks are going to continue to surprise people. People are sleeping on the Seattle Seahawks once again. I think we all made that mistake last year. I don't want to make it again this year. Number two team over eight and a half wins. That means they have a winning record this season. And the number one team, the San Francisco 49ers, I think they cruise over their 10 and a half win total with one of the best defenses with one of the most, just like the Eagles, one of the most dynamic offenses. Who knows what Brock Purdy exactly is going to look like, but I think he's going to be able to deliver He may not be throwing for 400 yards every game or airing it out, but with the weapons they have on offense, he doesn't have to do too much. So even if he's the same quarterback he was last year, it means they're going to win a whole lot of games this year. And I think Brock Purdy is going to take a bit of a step forward as well and be a little bit more of a playmaker for this team than just the game manager. So I think the playbook is going to open up for him and I think he will deliver. I think the 49ers are going to be the number one team in the NFC West and go over that 10 and a half. Win total that's been set for them. So that's the NFC. Now let's move on to the AFC. We're going to start in the AFC North. At number four, I have the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go under on their nine and a half win total. I have them dead last in the division. If they're doing that, they're not winning 10 games. So I think this is way too high of a number for them. I don't believe that Deshaun Watson is going to be the superstar quarterback he was in Houston. I think those days are gone. I think the Browns are going to be losing more games than they're winning this year. So give me the under on that nine and a half. Pittsburgh Steelers, number three team in the division. I'm going over on their eight and a half point win total. I think this is a winning season for Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to be one of the biggest sleeper teams in the NFL. I'm very, very excited to see Kenny Pickett in year two. I think he's going to deliver. And I think this defense is going to be very, very hard to score against. At number two, I'm going to have the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that's going to come as a surprise. But I'm going to go with the Bengals and I'm going to go with their over. Of 11.5 wins, I think this is a 12-win team. So how do I have them at number two? Because I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to be legit this year. I think the Ravens are going to rival for the number one seed in the AFC. I'm going to go over their 10.5 win total. Obviously, if I had the Bengals at a 12-win team, the Ravens have to have at least 13 wins in order to win this division, or 12 and win the tiebreaker. So I think they kill their 10.5 win total. I think Baltimore is going to be a team that people are going to be very surprised by this year. Everyone knows the Ravens are good, but what we don't understand is how much Greg Roman and that ground-and-pound offense capped this team in years prior. When we saw Lamar Jackson win the MVP, he did a lot more as a passer that year than he's done the past couple of years. So for some reason, Greg Roman really doubled down on the run-heavy offense And now the new offensive coordinator is there, I think Lamar Jackson is excited to air this thing out. He's going to be just as dangerous as a runner as he's been, but he's going to be twice as dangerous as a passer. And I think that is going to lead to a ton of wins for the Baltimore Ravens. And we have to remember, too, Lamar Jackson has one of the highest winning percentages as a starting quarterback since he's been in the league. He's just never gotten the chance to fully be himself, and now he gets that, and I think he's going to take everything to another level. And that's why I like the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North. In the AFC South, number four, I have the Houston Texans. This probably doesn't come as a surprise. I'm going under their 6.5 win total. I think we'll see some promise with C.J. Stroud and this team that Domeco Ryans is working to build, but I don't think the Texans are going to win more than four or five games. So for that reason, they're at number four in the AFC South and under their 6.5 uh, six game win total. Number three, the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to go with under 6.5 wins as well. I think we'll see some real promise from Anthony Richardson. We're going to see some huge weeks where he really delivers, and we get very excited about him. But I don't think this is a seven-win football team either. In the future, I think the Colts can be very good, but this year they're going to go through growing pains as well. Number two, the Tennessee Titans. And I'm going to go over seven and a half wins for them. I think this is too low. I was very down on the Titans, but when they got DeAndre Hopkins, I think that unleashes a whole nother level to this team. And we're going to see them back at the days of when A.J. Brown was there. You're going to have Derrick Henry running for a hundred yards a game and getting every single carry and beating up defenses. But now you open up that play action as well. And you have Deandre Hopkins there who I think is going to have a tremendous year. And let's not forget Traylon Burks had a very, their first round pick from last year had a very, very good looking off season. He's recovering from a little bit of a knee injury right now, but all signs are pointing that he's going to be good to go for week one. And I think him and D hop can form a pretty good receiving duo in Tennessee. I help the Titans win more than seven and a half games this year for sure. I think they're going to be in playoff contention for much of the year. So I like them at the number two spot, and I like them over those seven and a half wins. Number one spot in the AFC South, of course, is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go over nine and a half wins. The Jaguars have a pretty favorable schedule, and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to take that next step under Doug Peterson in year two. The Jaguars should really be a force in the AFC. So I got the number one team in the division and over nine and a half wins on the year. The AFC East at number four, last in the division, is going to be the New England Patriots. I'm going to go under seven and a half wins on the season. I don't think the Patriots did enough this offseason to solidify themselves anywhere else in this division besides last place. Mac Jones, it's a make or break year for him. What's he going to do? I think he can produce, but are the Patriots going to open up the playbook enough for him to do that? There's too many question marks in New England. I'm going to take their under on wins, and I think they may look to go in a different direction after this season number three the miami dolphins i do have them winning over nine and a half games on the year i think miami's gonna be good i think they're a 10 win team it's gonna be exciting if tua can stay healthy the entire year which i think he will be able to do miami's gonna be a real force we saw what that offense could do last year and they improved on the defensive side of the ball this year i like what i'm seeing from miami number two the new york jets over nine and a half wins as well Not sure if you watched Hard Knocks or not, but it probably made you a Jets believer pretty quick. Aaron Rodgers is the real deal there. This defense is going to be one of the best in the league, and the Jets are going to make some noise this year for sure. Number one, though, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to take their over at 10.5 wins on the year. All the hype has been around the Dolphins and the Jets this offseason, and people are sleeping on the Buffalo Bills, which is a crazy sentence to say that you're sleeping on the Bills and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and this defense, but... There wasn't a ton of hype in Buffalo, and I think that's scary for everyone who has to go up against them because the Bills are going to be back, and they're going to be better than ever once again. So I like the Bills to go over ten and a half wins and win this division. They are still the kings of the AFC East right now. Moving on to the AFC West, our last division in the AFC, number four, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders aren't supposed to be that great this year. I don't think Jimmy G is the answer in Las Vegas to really bring them into the playoffs. Their defense is going to give up a lot of points. Their offense will have exciting moments for sure, but I don't think it's going to amount to wins. So I'm going to take under on their six and a half win total on the season. Number three, the Denver Broncos. I'm going to go under eight and a half total wins as well. I think this could be an eight win team. And I think the Broncos will be competitive throughout the year, but I don't think they're going to be able to take a big enough step to be better than the Chargers or the Chiefs in this division. Number two spot in the division, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go over nine and a half wins. The Chargers really should have been a whole lot better last year. It's just injuries decimated that roster. If they can stay healthy this year, this team is really good. Kellen Moore is going to add a lot as the offensive coordinator now for the Chargers. He's going to add a lot of dynamic to that offense that we missed out on last year. I think Justin Herbert's going to have a career year, and he's got the weapons there to be able to make some real noise. So expect some fireworks in Los Angeles with the Chargers and then to go over their 9.5 win total. And of course, the number one spot, the Kansas City Chiefs, over 11 and a half wins. The Chiefs should win this division. They should win 12 plus games. They should continue to be the kings of the AFC West and the AFC this year. So Kansas City, number one, followed by the Chargers. Two very good teams, but I think the Chiefs edged them out. So there we have our divisional rankings and win totals on all 32 teams in the NFL. And when we come back from commercial break, we're going to be sorting these teams out into playoff standings and determine who our Super Bowl champion will be. Hi, I'm composer Dunn Pearson, and I want you to visit WVRFRadio.com to make a donation. Your gift, no matter the amount, will help veterans reset fellowship. So join me by becoming a monthly subscriber at WBRFradio.com. God bless America. Free consultation. Call 302751-3274 or PRNstaffords.com. You're listening to Dog Day. Well, here we are. It's now time to determine which of these teams that I just talked about are going to make the playoffs come the end of the season. And of course, with the expanded playoffs, there's seven teams that make the playoffs. So here is my NFC playoff seating at the number one spot. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. I think they will have the best record. In the NFC, I think they'll take home that number one spot and get home field advantage in the playoffs. At number two, we're going to roll with the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are going anywhere. Some people think they're going to be a little lower this year. I do not believe that. I think the Eagles are going to be right there at the number two seed. They're going to rival the Niners for the one seed, but they're going to come up just short, probably by one game or so. So we going to the Eagles at two. At number three, the New Orleans Saints, I talked about how that schedule is very favorable. I think the New Orleans Saints secure the third seed in the playoffs and get that home game for Wild Card Weekend. And at number four, the Detroit Lions, the winner of the NFC North, is going to round out the four seed. Those are your four division winners, our three Wild Card teams. I'm rolling with number five, the New York Giants. As I mentioned, I think people are way too low on the Giants this year. I think the Giants are going to level up and be right outside of the division winners. Number six, the Seattle Seahawks. Another team like the Giants. I think people are discrediting Seattle too much. I think they're going to come out and surprise some people this year. They're going to be my sixth team. And the last team I have in, in the NFC, is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Another team I think people are way too low on. The Vikings are going to take another step forward. As long as their defense holds up, this offense is going to put up a ton of points and get this team a lot of wins. So my biggest snub would be the Dallas Cowboys. I know this is crazy. But I do think there's way too much hype in Dallas once again this year. Outside of having the Cowboys off this list, there's not really a team that I think makes a super strong case to be in the postseason. So my biggest surprise here is leaving the Dallas Cowboys out of the playoffs this season. Now let's move over to the AFC, my playoff seeding. Number one, the Kansas State Chiefs. As I mentioned, they are still the kings of the AFC. I think they will finish with the best regular season record in the AFC Number two, I told you I was high on this team, a lot higher than some other people. I'm going to put the Baltimore Ravens there. I think the Ravens will almost be able to get the one seed, but they do have to play the Bengals twice. They do have to play the Steelers twice. They're all going to beat up on each other a little bit and prevent the Ravens from getting that number one seed. Number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, let's not sleep on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. This team is going to be at the top of the AFC and they're going to fall just short behind the Chiefs and the Ravens. They're going to take the number three seed. Number four, Jacksonville Jaguars, the last division winner. The Jaguars can honestly rival for a higher seed, but I do think they'll fall at number four, which is not disappointing at all. They're going to be very, very good this year. Now the three wildcard teams, number five seed, the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers is going to turn that team around. That defense is going to be amazing, and they've got weapons. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Dalvin Cook, What a signing. Brees Hall. They have a complete team as long as that offensive line holds up, which I think it's been getting better and better leading up to the season. The Jets are going to be a very, very good team to play this year. Number six seed, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Chargers finally get over that hump this year and really shine in the regular season, but I don't think they can catch the Chiefs. So they may have the second or third best record in the AFC, but they're still going to be behind the Chiefs in the division, which kicks them to a wild card spot. I think they fall just below the Jets in the playoff rankings. And my number seven team, I am putting the Pittsburgh Steelers into the playoffs this year. I think they're going to take a huge step forward. Mike Tomlin's going to coach a great team. And think Kenny Pickett is going to take that next step. And as I mentioned, I think the defense is going to be great. But most importantly, I believe in Kenny Pickett. And I think this is the year he takes a big step forward in year two and leads this offense to the playoffs. My biggest snubs would be the Miami Dolphins. That would be the obvious one. And then I also think the Tennessee Titans and Denver Broncos. I think all three of these teams will be competitive enough to be playoff teams. But in the end, I think they miss out once again. So there's my playoff settings. I'm going to recap really quick. In the NFC, 1-7, 49ers, Eagles, Saints, Lions, Giants, Seahawks, and Vikings. And in the AFC, 1-7, through seven, the Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Jaguars, Jets, Chargers, and Steelers. So now, who is my Super Bowl matchup? Who do I think makes it all the way? I think in the NFC, we will see the San Francisco 49ers represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And in the AFC, I think we're going to see the Cincinnati Bengals return to the Super Bowl. My Super Bowl champion is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow as your Super Bowl MVP. So that's my prediction. My Sean's take Super Bowl prediction for the 2023-24 NFL season. And now let's dive into player awards before wrapping up today's episode. Now These are regular season awards. I have Joe Burrow winning the Super Bowl MVP. For the NFL's MVP award, I think Josh Allen takes it home. He has been so close so many years. I think this is the year that he wins the MVP award. Coach of the year. I talked to you about how big I am on the Ravens. I think John Harbaugh wins his second coach of the year award in his career. I think this Ravens team is going to be acceptable. I think the defense is always going to hold its own, but the offensive leap that they'll take, I think will help John Harbaugh win coach of the year. Comeback player of the year, DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, what a scary story that was last year when he collapsed on the field, died on the field, and was resuscitated. It's going to be a great story to see him back on the field playing for the Buffalo Bills, and he will win comeback player of the year award. And it's going to be very, very inspirational there. Offensive Player of the Year, Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill can go for 2,000 yards. Tyreek 2K is what we're going to be calling him at the end of this season. And If he does that, he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, I'm going to go with TJ Watt here. Micah Parsons is obviously a popular name, but once again, I think he comes up just short. And with me having the Steelers in the playoffs, that means TJ Watt is doing a whole lot for this defense. I think he's going to take home his second Defensive Player of the Year award. Offensive Rookie of the Year, this should be no surprise, but I have Bijan Robinson there, and he's going to run wild this year. And I mean, we may be talking about 1,400, 1,500 rushing yards, and that will be more than enough for him to get Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Will McDonald, the pass rusher for the New York Jets. Like I said, this is going out on the limb, but if McDonald can replicate the pass rushing skills he had in college and some of these preseason games, he's going to be a real problem for offensive lines in year one, and he can compile some sacks and quarterback hits and pressures and win defensive rookie of the year. So that's a big sleeper right there, but I really do think he has it in him. Offensive rookie of the year is more of an obvious choice. Bijan should have the biggest role. You could go for Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson to have big years as a quarterback, but Bijan is going to be the very heavy favorite there for good reason. Defensive rookie of the year, it's a lot harder to predict. And I think Will McDonald could burst onto the scene this year. So there we are. A full slate of NFL predictions. And now the only thing left to do is sit back and enjoy this NFL season. Let's get ready for some football tonight. Lions versus Chiefs. I can't wait to watch. And as always, thanks for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast and make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.